The next morning, the army assembled. Fighting units from the four corners of the island of Britain assembling, bristling with weapons, they walked into the ships. The ships turned and got ready to set sail. Bendy Gaidran, he would lead them across the sea, but he was too big to fit into any building. He certainly couldn't fit into any boat. So as the ships set sail, Bendy Gaidran, the giant king, walked into the sea, up to his knees, up to his waist, up to his chest. He led them across the sea, and on his head he placed his harpists so they could keep their strings dry and play to him as he walked through the Irish Sea. And the more Nachan allug in wife arni, kining halom diriam dori, kining halom diriam dori. Early next morning. On a cliff-top field in Ireland, two of the king's swineherds were looking after the pigs when suddenly they were distracted by something they could see in the middle of the sea. There, in the mist, they could see a forest. There was a forest, more trees than they could count, right in the middle of the sea. And wait, in the middle of the forest, there was a mountain, a huge mountain, and in it they could see two enormous lakes and a great ridge. And then they noticed that the ridge and the lakes and the mountain and the forest, it was all coming towards them. They abandoned the pigs and fled. They went to the castle and they called the king and said, Matholoch, we have seen a wonder, a strange and terrifying wonder in the middle of the sea. Come! Matholoch came with his advisers and they stared into the sea. None of them knew what was going on. Then suddenly, one of them remembered Branwen. And she was summoned from the kitchen. And she stood there in her rags and barefoot. And they asked her, Your Majesty, do you know what these things are? And she looked at them and she said, Although I am no longer Your Majesty, yet I do know what these things are. The forest you see is no forest. What you're looking at are the masts on the ships of my brother's navy holding my brother's army. And that mountain, that is my brother. And the lake and the ridge, that's his face. That's his frown looking at this land ready to be revenged on you for what you've done to me. They didn't know what to do. Matholoch said to his advisers, what shall we do? They conferred briefly. They turned to him and said, run. So they retreated. They retreated over the River Shannon. And once across, they broke every bridge because at the bottom of the River Shannon there are lodestones, sucking stones. And if you try and swim or take a boat across, those stones will suck you down to the very bottom of the river and your body may never be found. So when Bendigaidvran and his soldiers arrived at the River Shannon, they looked up and down its length and saw every single bridge had been smashed. And then the soldiers, they looked up at Bendigaidran and they said, Lord, what is your advice about a bridge? And Bendigaidran said, just this. He slowly knelt down on the river bank 
his knees sunk into the mud. And then he reached his arms out. He stretched across with his whole body until his fingers dug into the opposite bank, and then he hauled his body across. And as he did this, he said the words, Ah, vo, ben, bid, bont. He who would be a leader, let him be a bridge. And when they heard these words, his army understood, and they crossed over his back and jumped from his head down on the other side. Ben Degedran got to his feet and he strode over the river, and they marched towards where they knew Matholoch would be. When Matholoch heard that the Welsh army had crossed the river, he didn't know what to do. His advisers did not know what to do. And then Branwen spoke, and she said, I know my brother. I know what will please him. Send him this message. Tell him that you, Matholoch, will abdicate. You will no longer be king, and the new king will be our son, Gwern, who's half Welsh. Bendigaidvran heard the news, and he was pleased, but not entirely satisfied, and he said to himself, Good, Matholoch is no longer king. I would rather be king of Ireland than the child. The message came back, and again Matholoch, his advisers, did not know what to do. And Branwen smiled and said, I know my brother, and I knew he would say this. And here is the next message that you must send. Tell him that you, Matholoch, will abdicate, that Gwern will be king, and that the Irish will build a hall. The biggest building seen on the face of the earth. A building so big that my brother will be able to walk inside without even bending his head, and it will be built in his honour. When Ben de Gainvran heard this, he was very pleased. And so, for the period of the year that it took for the great hall to be built, Ben de Gainvran and his army camped. <laughs>